bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of sport movie reviews on the black Altus premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are here to talk about movies uh, talk about a movie you've either seen before don't ever plan on saying or don't care about a spoiling because we do plan to spoil this movie and uh today's movie is dr strange in the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. the latest in the marvel blockbuster movie franchise mm-hmm. we went to the theater to see this we sure did and it's been a while since we did a review last time we did a review we went to the theater but separately to see the batman so we'll be discussing your feedback from that uh but uh yeah dr strange is what's on the menu today and because we went to the theater we have trailer talk so we're gonna talk a little bit about the movie trailers we saw then we'll talk about the movie dr strange and the multiverse of madness what we liked what we didn't like and we'll score it from zero to five and after that we'll do your feedback for the batman all right guys that's what's on the menu we got to the theater a couple minutes late so we missed the first preview we didn't get to see the whole thing but it was minions the rise of Gru. i'm not a minions guy me either i missed i think i may have seen that first one did nothing that i don't think i seen any of them after that maybe the second one max yeah i mean they've made a lot of uh they've made a lot of fucking like minions spinoff things so i assume that kids love it or parents love to take their kids to it but we don't have kids and Mm -hmm. that's just not one of my franchises no and like i said we seen like um like the original franchise with like the doctor and all that stuff but once they start doing all the spinoffs i was like i'm good yeah um so then the other trailer we saw after that was jurassic world dominion Mm -hmm. and it looks like they're bringing back all of the like all all the the major actors from the previous films that are alive or whatever Mm um and the dinosaurs are now officially out of the off the island and just taking over and that's how i ended with with the little girl setting them all free yeah and it's just you know dinosaurs fucking like walking down you know washington uh you know like in washington dc and shit and people racing in the streets and dinosaurs are eating them and shit uh this is the chaos that i've been waiting on so i will definitely be going to see this Mm -hmm. i do not expect it to be good Um, they haven't been good in quite some time right but i like like i really don't see how this is any less enjoyable than sharknado like it's basically just a high budget sharknado at this point Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm here for what about you karen what do you think oh yeah uh i'm gonna watch it and you know and it's one of those things when though they haven't been good in a while i just like them being over the top i'm just here to watch the humans get fucked up look like a lot of people gonna get fucked up so they know why i came yeah like that trailer was just i mean i there's a point where like someone's quote unquote running away from dinosaurs 
and he's on a like uh like a scooter or something or like a not even a scooter like like a i think it's called a scooter yeah like the thing you push though it doesn't have an engine or a motor and you don't pedal on it and it's like he could just be running and get away but instead he's crossing the street on a scooter going ah and you know in real life there's no fucking dinosaurs and there's no see like these people can't see the special effects Mm-mm. and then like the dinosaur just leans down and swallows them up whole and he's just mm-hmm. like this is stupid of you know course. what happened to this franchise it's gotten so stupid and i don't even know how they're gonna work in another genius dinosaur thing that they'll do i don't know but they're gonna uh, keep evolving we're gonna find out the megasaurus recitron is the next big thing i think the next the funniest thing would just be if one of these jurassic worlds they do all the chaos all the dinosaurs all that stuff and at the end the third act is a big twist that the dinosaur that they splice with human genes to make it super smart the whole movie was basically just like a heist where they stole a bunch of money by doing by using this as a distraction to invest in the stock market so they could get (laughs) like something like that where it's just like yeah this is how stupid these movies are right um bullet train we talked about this trailer before Mm -hmm. i'm interested um it looks like it might be a little paint by numbers like Mm -hmm. action wise Mm -hmm. like like plot wise just we got some good character actors we basically made creative players in in a video game where you create your own player because every actor that you've seen they're making them do something weird it's like here's uh brian tyree henry but what if he had blonde hair and a and mm-hmm. dressed it had an english accent and dressed in uh you know in the 70s fashions and oh here's brad pitt but he's wearing adidas and a bucket hat with glasses and it's like every actor in this just looks like that's what they did to him mm-hmm. but uh it looks fun it does it does i have to see if i go to the movies because like i said very very few movies are getting me into the theater yeah. this would be something that i would probably enjoy at the house which is interesting because honestly now that i'm home i would probably go to the theater for something like this because no one's gonna be there that true and when i go to these marvel movies people are there and i know in our state no one's wearing masks anymore Mm-mm. like it, honestly we may have been the only two people with masks i'm not we joking yeah um so and it was 3 30 on a thursday so you would think it wouldn't be too packed but it's a marvel movie so it was basically still had a lot of people in there mm-hmm. wasn't um, like sold out out like the later screenings are probably going to be but yes and we sat of course in our section away from everybody mm-hmm. the two lo- chairs and a love, love seat. seat yeah but you know it's, it's just there's only so much you can do at this point if you want to go see a movie this is the risk you're taking but i think these other movies are actually a lot less riskier and that's true it's definitely making me consider like oh maybe i would see something in the theater that i wouldn't normally um let's see uh don't worry darling it was a movie with Florence Pugh, um, and it looks like some type of Stafford Wise program thing, and and yeah, it just I know. It, it wasn't my type of tea. Yeah, I don't know what it is. In one of the things where they go to a place or they made up a place, or some dude is a mastermind behind a place, and everything go wrong, and it's and it's almost to an extent one of them paint by numbers, like you can almost see the whole plot through the whole thing. And I was like, oh, I'm good on that. I don't like those types of movies anyway. The, the quirky type of weird type of movies. So I'm good on that. Yeah, I, I mean, 
the thing for me is i i feel like i've seen that kind of movie before the person has to unravel like a mystery or something that's pretty fucking obvious to us Mm -hmm. whatever the mystery is right like the mystery is always you know like it's always like look at these perfect families but underneath the surface something is amiss Mm -hmm. and you know the trailer is all you know here's a person looking like they're gonna kill themselves here's a person looking like they're crying but they're smiling like so it just felt like oh psychological thriller horror or something Mm -hmm. and i would have to see more because if that's the only twist i've seen it so many times Mm -hmm. i find it hard to get excited about that as a twist um like i said in this same thing like the jurassic park it's a different paint by the numbers but look like a paint by the numbers well yeah yeah i mean mean, just from the trailer not that it doesn't have a big twist or anything in it yeah i mean i guess all trailers look like paint by the numbers i guess but you know it just depends if you like it or not like i mm-hmm. like what jurassic park's doing so i don't care that i've seen that t- that movie before mm-hmm. this is not my genre Mm-mm. um top gun maverick seen the trailer many times um i'm i i hear from people who've seen it uh brandon Collins from medium popcorn apparently seen it that there is a scene where he runs but they don't want to put it in a trailer because it would be a spoiler so because one thing is i look at these trailers i'm just like this is kind of boring mm-hmm. but if tom cruise is running in the trailer i feel like oh I might, this might be good and since this is a whole trailer of him not running it's like i don't know i never really was that big a fan of top gun in the first place Me either i remember watching them years ago i think i probably seen them i don't know you know so for me i'm like okay and there's also one of those things with this movie is I don't think it's gonna be in between either this movie's gonna hit at the park or it's gonna flop. I don't really see this movie being all, being in the middle. Yeah, and I think for me I only see it being in the middle. Like, I, I think he's, it's Tom Cruise and he has enough of a cachet to get people to go see a movie and Tom Cruise, Top Gun has enough nostalgia to get people True. to go to a, see a film, but I just don't see it being I mean, I look, I could totally be wrong and it is good, but I feel like when people see it, they'll realize nostalgia was doing most of the work and there's nearly mm-hmm. no reason for them to make this movie in 2022. So. No, cause I'm, it's one of the movies where I really say it, but it's like, who asked for this 30 years later? Not right. Um, Lightyear is a Buzz Lightyear movie starring Chris Evans as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. And it looks like it's kind of like it's, the adventure in quote-unquote real life of whatever that toy is based on mm-hmm. um and it looks pretty interesting even though I, I feel like it's only tangentially connected to toy story yeah it's almost like it's not connected to it so mm-hmm. you know for me i watch it at home I'm not going to the movie theater to see something like that okay yeah it looks i think it looks good uh, but yeah it didn't blow me away and you know with pixar being disney now it feels like you know they're putting out more movies um so maybe the quality's gonna go down a bit right and if something like not trying to funny if pixar was pixar they would have never done this like you know i i don't see them doing something like this possibly not you know uh thor love and thunder trailer was awesome five out of five we'll be seeing it mm-hmm. no notes uh avatar the way of the water that was my first time seeing this trailer mm-hmm. i knew james cameron was working on another avatar but i just hadn't seen anyone um 
like i just hadn't seen anything from it Mm-mm. um working on it forever i wish we had got the 3d screen in because i feel mm-hmm. like the trailer in 3d i would have been able to tell if i got that that weird muscle feeling in the middle of my eyes that that really made avatar one so dope in the theater um i will go to the theater to see this i will see it in imax 3d or whatever the fuck they have Mm -hmm. um because to me that's the only way to give james cameron a fair shot because uh i just when people hate on that on the avatar i just like it was the highest grossing movie of all time at the time i just don't believe everyone's so cynical that they hated this movie but went and saw it multiple times and shit right so uh i i know i liked it i still have the blu-ray around here i enjoyed that film and we'll be seeing it again uh so i'll give them a shot because i don't i i don't i don't think the critiques are wrong i just feel like there was a lot of positives that outweighed the critiques Mm -hmm. that no one wants to talk about the positives they only everyone's so jaded they only want to talk about what they didn't like well i'm like yeah but it fucking looked awesome right and also (laughs) he set the standard for 3ds and i think other uh companies and franchises diluted it because they would do the 3d after the fact it was like no bitch like i could tell the difference like he was like no i truly shot this in 3d and even looking at the like, oh this is gorgeous but i'm like you i'm like oh when i go see this i am going to see it in 3d because if because if i don't see it in 3d i guarantee you the review when you when the reviews come out about this it's going to be a subsection it saw it in the regular 2d and there's going to be people that saw it in 3d it's going to be interesting to see how the reviews come out based on how they saw it yeah um so that's it for the trailers um let's talk about uh this movie okay we're going to talk about what we like what we didn't like for dr strange and the multiverse of madness it's spoilers we spoil it all guys mm-hmm. i mean listen they had the illuminati professor x was in this movie mm-hmm. uh mr uh mr fantastic mr fantastic was in here reed richards um i mean it's just captain marvel was in here well not just captain marvel though um it was the black captain marvel um mm-hmm. in this joint like uh that was like that was peggy. that was a swerve peggy was in here yes peggy is is captain peggy britain yes um so like this was and i i know they can't put this stuff on imdb and stuff Mm-mm. but the cameos in this movie well, yeah were so good it could be its own fucking like i'd watch a whole universe of just that mm-hmm. um so uh let me read the synopsis uh real quick um dr strange dr stephen strange cast a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for combined forces of strange wong and wanda maximoff totally misleading plot synopsis yes it is um so i'll tell you what this is really about uh you made it this far uh wanda maximoff is the villain yes she is and she is a motherfucking beast quite possibly the best villain they've had in any of these movies Mm -hmm. like i mean she she's definitely top five yes she is oh my god she was relentless everything marvel does is on purpose and it just made me think about that scene in endgame when she was about to fucking kill thanos by her goddamn self mm-hmm. 
and it was like it sh- the rage and all that shit and it was like oh my god wanda might be the strongest person yes. in the marvel universe and you're not really you know you're like well it's that thing was like oh well maybe they just um wanted to, sh- to show this so that there would be some level of like oh what a great character what a moment to show how angry she was no if nigga. they know if they knows hadn't hadn't told them to shoot at her oh she was going to fucking kill him yeah um oh no this that was on purpose mm-hmm. and if you thought she was the most powerful avenger you you saw this time yes she is the most powerful one and they go all the way back to it made me go all the way back to when we first saw her in age of ultron and how she was a villain at first mm-hmm. fighting with for uh ultron and hydra and all this shit and it's like oh my god oh my god <laughs> you do not want to smoke wanda maximal and also truth be told it made watching wandavision pay off because just some of the scenes and the way you was like oh yeah this is back to WandaVision. not just wandavision and i understand like not just wandavision Oh, what I, if yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 if if, if yeah <clears throat> if yeah yeah and if you seen what if in certain scenes you were like well god damn they literally just pulled this straight from the animation like and i mean what if all throughout the zombie mm-hmm. what if uh you get to see a version of that in here obviously the what if about dr strange mm-hmm. um one yeah one division like just they made all that stuff count if people have been skipping that content yes i do wonder how their enjoyment of the movie would be because i could see them being like what town that she possessed what is he talking about right you know westville or whatever the fuck that you know westview mm-hmm. i don't what is he talking about um anyway you know how we do we talk about what we like what we didn't like we score from zero to five karen give me something you liked about this movie i love uh uh, benedict Cumberbatch as dr mm-hmm. strange because he literally played himself multiple versions and multiple ways and that nigga killed it like he was excellent this is why you need top-notch actors to play these roles mm-hmm. and this is why they get top-notch actors to play these roles because this isn't like uh the corny bullshit we got when we were growing up they're basically like when you take on the role of a character like say moon knight you need oscar isaac because he's gonna have to play three to four versions of oscar isaac yes and if you're not capable of doing that it just won't work Mm-mm. like even if people don't like the show i don't think they walk around you like oscar isaac can't act they walk away like i just didn't like that show right that's so important for what marvel's trying to do so um yeah uh, i just really thought that i agree with you like and 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 i'll just piggyback on what you said because you say benedict cumberbatch elizabeth olsen is wanda maximoff yes playing herself multiple ways the wanda maximoff that we knew and loved uh quote unquote you know the one in our 616 universe turns out to be the villain and they don't make like an excuse of like her mind was taken over by another enemy there's another real she is the villain and it made the ending of wandavision so satisfying because mm-hmm. when wandavision ends there's a lot of people who felt a way about it like mm-hmm. this bitch got off easy that's it they da, 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 da. and it is a bit of that for me where it's like yeah there really wasn't like this moment of like true balancing of the scales and you knew she was still in grief 
and you knew she had that book but you were like okay so i guess season two they'll conclude this because clearly there's a lot still going on Mm -hmm. oh the fact that the conclusion of wandavision is this movie yes and and also oh i'm sorry to interrupt and also if you watch agents of shield you were satisfied too because this same book was in agents of shield and it's one of the things you were like oh holy shit like you even time back to other shit that's actually tangential to this universe and so she also plays multiple versions of herself mm-hmm. um and the way that they do the villain reveal so soon and you are like it makes you think they're gonna cut away because they all you never want to burn a hero really you always want to like find a way to be like nah and it's coming into real life so you may have people like elizabeth olsen being like i don't want to do this character for the rest of my life right i would like to move oh, on to someone i want to take a break and come back you just never know yeah. yes and so there's a recognition where there could be behind the scenes things but the movies give you narrative reasons that don't feel cheap like right. she just said she didn't want to do these movies no more like they'll straight up be like uh no let's write this character a very big dramatic moment and give it to him in another character's movie this was a scarlet witch movie Mm -hmm. and if you're a comic book reader it's so apropos because wanda maximoff is defined by the fact that she has this tragic story and she loses control so many times and she's one of the most powerful beings in the universe so when she loses control shit goes down in the big bad ways like one time she she got so upset she snapped her fingers and said no more mutants and it ended what mutants were in the marvel universe for a few years like and if you know the marvel comic book universe it's heavily relies on the mutants so like to just be like yeah x-men don't have powers no more or most of them don't you know stuff like that is like what the fuck just happened you know and so uh to get to capture that her grief the tragedy the power the anger the fury the out of controlness the sadness the sadness yeah yeah grief um that that they really fucking nailed that Mm -hmm. and uh, and even the conclusion where she like is about to kill her own like version of herself in another universe to take her kids and you realize you know at that moment that she actually can't do it right and it's her it's her other version of herself showing her kindness mm-hmm. and yes. empathy that really defeats her is is like such a beautiful moment uh ah so that yeah yeah your your turn yeah and uh uh uh, speaking about uh wanda uh maximoff and the scarlet witch they made sure to tell you that there was a clear-cut difference between the two characters Mm -hmm. even though it's the same person because that speech that she gave dr strange up in the air she was like look i'm trying i'm trying to be diplomatic i'm trying to be nice about it but you you just won't give me what i want so it's gonna be a motherfucking problem i was like oh well she had convinced herself that she was right as you know with all these villains in these movies and tv shows like uh but her thing was like um she thought she was still like getting like she was and she had a point which was 
you have messed with this multiverse shit several times and like one of the things i love when i saw the trailer and saw her in it this months ago i said think of the messiest bitch you know it's dr strange ain't it because dr strange be fucking up the multiversals the multiverses all the time and if you think of the second messiest bitch you know it's wanda so seeing them both in the trailer together i was like i don't know what the multiversal madness gonna be it's gonna be the messiest movie they have ever made because it's two motherfuckers who are so powerful and skirt the rules of physics and law like all the time and then just and just do shit they just do shit because they're like this what needs to happen and then the repercussions come and then they do some more shit that you're like that's a bad idea everything about them is so short-sighted and they're the quote-unquote heroes of this universe i love these two characters because of that they're such wild cards putting them in a movie together is like the best worst idea possible and so i was blown away by not just dr strange but wanda as a villain because they were they were the same different sides of the same coin to me even down to the 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 doctor strange using the dark book at the end because you knew he wasn't gonna find that like you knew the mcguffin of the light the book of ashanti or whatever you knew the mcguffin that shit was was like that can't be the the solution because you find that out in act one that's never the solution like that it wouldn't be a twist if they really just found that book and then he zapped her with some magic and that was the end of the movie so when that book gets destroyed and i went dr strange gonna fuck with the dark magic watch and he of course he fucked with the dark magic of course he went to the dark hole because that's what him and wanda do so them bouncing off each other was just a plus my favorite parts of the movie yes and uh uh my my next thing because i wanted to hop off of what you were saying my next thing is i love that marvel went pure horror even though it, it, it even though that, yeah. it wasn't sam raimi directed this he's a horror director oh he did a gorgeous job on the horror and my thing is i'm not even a horror person but this was beautifully done i have not been this scared for people uh in 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 something on the big screen that uh marvel uh marvel slash disney have done since Darth vader showed up at the end of that movie and was like fucking people up for a smooth two minutes and i thought oh shit everybody gonna die uh well he he leans into the heart and and this is why i don't i never really got with the marvel movies are all the same they don't let directors direct because it's such bullshit and 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 if you still say that stuff you're just some weirdo right because to me this movie is a polar opposite of something like thor ragnarok Mm -hmm. like it's like it's amazing that those two movies exist in the same connected universe because they have nothing they're like so tonally different from each other Mm -hmm. and sam raimi leans into the horror when that that scene when wanda maximoff is is dream walking in another the wanda Mm -hmm. and that wanda has killed the fucking like uh, illuminati avenger type people of that universe covered in blood hurt stumbling like a zombie in a in a almost not cock in a almost like so filled with rage and power and 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 thirst uh for this conclusion she is almost not able to 
to talk like she's just a monster mm-hmm. and there's a scene where they close the door on her and they're standing there and all you're thinking is just keep running that's what and, i said and sam raimi slows everything down so you can see the water bo- drop yes, the rain. you can literally feel the tension in the room and then instead of her busting through the door with some powerful monster like thing she's boom appears in front of them scaring the shit out of everybody yes, like she did damn sam raimi did that shit what a what a mad genius yes and in the same sequence of events when uh they were running from her and like you said and she was barely walking she was limping y'all and there was closing doors and she would put her hand up and every time she put her hand up the doors would just melt in front of her face mm-hmm. i was like oh she is relentlessly trying to get to them i was like she's a problem and uh for my one it's the cameos specifically with the illuminati mm-hmm so they go to a universe i forget the exact number like eight eight something something, yeah yeah. and we get these cameos of there's so many cameos in this movie Mm -hmm. but these are the big ones right we get this cameo 838 that's it of um captain carter this is why i said you gotta watch what if Mm -hmm. like we get captain carter we get black bolt um we get captain marvel for eight or uh who's played by lashana lynch who was in captain marvel in our you know the movie mm-hmm. but she was the other pilot in this she is captain marvel mm-hmm. so we get her we get reed richards mr fantastic we get charles x professor x played by patrick stewart in the yellow chair from the fucking cartoons and the comics like this moment is so fucking spectacular and baron mordo who's the villain of the first doctor strange but in this movie in this one universe he's like the sorcerer supreme and a hero yes he's on the that whole scene that whole 10 15 minutes with them and then them telling about how they had to get rid of their doctor strange and their universe and all that shit which i did i saw coming as soon as i saw the statue of doctor strange i said that ain't what happened that ain't what happened because that ain't what strange do and we we was in the one universe where strange did the thing oh that's right he was like right obviously these other universes got some fucked up dr stranges i guarantee it and and also they wouldn't take us to a universe where the dr strange was as cool and uh, and dope as them unless they were gonna get killed so right um anyway this scene and the reveal people were clapping in the theater when they saw they were clapping y'all when they saw um john krasinski as mr fantastic a guy who's been fan cast as mr fantastic many times and he um, looked perfect in that role and the way they reveal patrick stewart with the chair and him pull it coming out last mm-hmm. and you're like i just started smiling i was like oh my god they did it they did it you know um even just seeing lashana lynch as captain marvel like this is a world where if they can have captain carter why not uh, the black woman being captain marvel Mm -hmm. but as much as i loved these fucking cameos um and uh even uh with them bringing back the dude from inhumans to play back boat and all that stuff Mm -hmm. the part that really set this movie apart from everybody else when wanda killed these niggas the deaths whoo i did not expect the deaths to be like this oh my oh them niggas took a l 
because uh they was like yeah a black boy can kill you she was like with what mouth i was like bitch what yeah yeah uh but listen she murderized these niggas so good oh, she gave them all ales oh she shreds reed richards like atomically or whatever like mm-hmm. then like the fight she has with wanda and captain carter and like oh it was just so great i it it, it was so good and the thing is with uh uh, uh dr strange and them in there talking and uh his buddy was like uh yeah i'm gonna wait till everybody else come back that's not like oh them they ain't coming back I don't, I don't i don't know if you heard do you hear what's happening outside like they, they did like i don't like i've been trying to tell y'all she is the most powerful being ever because when he first was there was like oh we can take care of your little friend i was like mm, i don't know right. if y'all can take care of the little friend now right oh so good i didn't think they would kill him because i thought oh this is how they're gonna try to introduce these characters and if you kill these people then you can't like go back later and be like oh the x-men are coming to marvel it's like well you killed professor x and then you killed uh you you got the rights to the fantastic four and then you killed reed richards and i mean we all wanted them to kill black Bolt. i mean come on guys we saw the humans tv show we don't need that mess we don't need that mess tanking up the marvel universe Mm -mm. but oh man they, the balls on these people for yes, doing this they did cut cut uh, uh captain carter in half oh, oh with, with the, the shield, shield. yes oh. she took an ale oh my god um so yeah i just thought that was so brilliant and so dope um to use those cameos specifically in that way um and and just really like if and when they bring those people if they bring those people some of those characters into the actual 616 it's gonna like this was almost like a, a test run where we'd be like oh i i want to see uh john krasinski as I, I, yeah i think they will. mr fantastic mm-hmm. and you know i don't know if they'll like they may bring the x-men without professor x that's been done before in the comics but okay. like if they just bring the x-men in or something like who killed you know we need to go find out who killed blank blank i will be down with that so yeah that was the cameos on point what else did you like i like the little girl that played i don't know if she's a little girl but the the, the person that played american chavez mm-hmm. uh i think it was the little girl america chavez, chavez, chavez yeah. yes um well she was born in 2006 so she's uh 15 or 16 years old so i i mean yeah okay that okay. qualifies for our as old as we are that's you know teenager little girl yeah okay okay yeah yeah I, yeah because i was like what I mean, she, my niece is as old as her okay okay yeah yeah and i still i mean she's i still consider her kind of a child if that makes sense mm-hmm. and so she was perfect for this role um and i love the fact that marvel are actually getting children to play children because then their actions and their responses are more believable sometimes they're getting an adult to kind of dumb themselves down to play a child unless they already almost look like a child and so it was wonderful to see her go through the emotions and the childlike things being afraid being scared you could kind of understand why she was feeling how she was feeling and the loss of her moms you know which is something they made sure that they emphasized on it was like look you know what everybody in here you know we're going non-traditional um and it was for a few seconds it wasn't long at all yeah which is so weird because you see these articles from these countries mm-hmm. that are like we won't be showing this movie i'm like her moms were in the movie for a total of 45 seconds right like 
y'all really gonna deny yourselves this dope ass movie because y'all hate gay people that much but you know whatever i'm sure you know saudi arabia just started showing movies again it's not a big loss but yeah it's just societally it's a big loss Mm -hmm. and a big statement but yeah she was great she was fun um in the comics she's a very controversial figure amongst the fan bases because the fan bases that hate uh the the the, like uh the snyderverse ass like you know like those people the gamergate type people this is a character they hate the most america chavez because the character is like all powerful she's gay her mom she has two moms they're gay um or or she's queer i think i don't think she's like lesbian i think she's queer so it's like maybe she's buying all all the stuff Mm -hmm. she she can do just about anything she puts her mind to she's super cool super confident kick-ass character and it's actually kind of hard for marvel to keep her book runs going because in my opinion they've overpowered her so much that it's almost like uh it's a, it's a direct statement of support for certain types of communities and people and so to me that's why it's so dope and why she's such a why the book and why she's such an effective character and why she's such a uh, uh it's such a statement for the industry to be putting all this power in this character that being said it's also why the book doesn't sell that well i think because a lot of times people feel like well she's so powerful and she always figures it's so like this shit comes so easy to her she's it's never really a struggle so i'm not gonna read this book and then you got all the people that just hate the people the book represents Mm -hmm. so they won't read the book and so i love that they lean into that in this movie and the movie kind of becomes her movie Mm -hmm. the ending is her control learn to control her powers you know and it's a simple message but you know it's basically just stop being scared and um you're the one in control um embrace your powers and then boom she just she can just do it that's how her comics are too <clears throat> like it's a lot of like oh i'm struggling i'm struggling and it's just like you're america chavez you can do anything and she's like oh yeah that's right bam kick everybody ass and so i think um the way they use her as a character in this movie and her story arc really fit with this world where dr strange and wanda literally can do any fucking thing there's a fight with music in this motherfucker yeah they just like so of all the movies where you can just do anything this is the one to have america chavez in because her powers might as well be magic because she can do any fucking thing and i love the way they did this with her character with her being trained mm-hmm. uh and and talking to basically Do- dr strange and it's like you know what i'm glad you're here because i have a feeling they're going to meet each other again and she's going to be the one to take him down um this is just my prediction mm-hmm. um because you know he read that dark book he got that third eye so it's like oh he's gonna be a problem oh i don't know if he's gonna be evil but i just think that dark yeah okay that's a good theory we'll we'll see i don't mm-hmm. well, uh, also benedict cumberbatch said he wants to take a break from acting so i'm not even sure when he will reprise this role <gasps> it may be years from now okay. um <clears throat> that he comes back to this they obviously they don't kill him at the end Mm-mm. and they definitely leave with a cliffhanger of like he's it's, you know dr strange will return but we just don't know when All right um and i can see that but yeah she's just so powerful man um uh, another thing she would tell edgy of four as baron mordo uh 
um and i love these this alternative version of him where he's the sorcerer supreme but then steven uses the fact that that dude never liked me so even this is probably a bullshit like <laughs> and he basically <laughs> like you probably don't fuck with me for real for real and then they end up fighting and, and and he gets free from his anger but they don't kill him which is a good thing because i thought she would tell was such a good villain in the first one and i was looking forward to the sequel to see that showdown mm-hmm. and now it's like obviously so much has happened the universe is so much bigger i'm sure there's been upteen changes between like that movie and this sequel Mm -hmm. to where they said we want chi back but we're just not gonna make it chi versus dr strange because we've made our universe so big this is an opportunity to expand it even more and so uh but he still plays a significant role and i just love the way he plays this character um what else did you like i actually enjoyed wong but i always enjoy wong um and also the thing about i also like the evolution of the relationship between wong and dr strange Mm -hmm. because by the because it was a period of time where i don't think dr strange respected wong being sorcerer supreme Mm -hmm. and by the end he respected him being sorcerer supreme and so i think with that respect is going to let you know that you know even though the character was taking a break you're still going to have a sorcerer supreme in this universe yeah 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 I, i mean and uh I, and they they're together in so many of the other movies like the avengers movies they're always together and normally they do that thing where wong disappears but they actually gave wong a complete character story arc mm-hmm. he was in so many acts there was like he didn't really get fridged totally it was like mm-hmm. he was a big part of the third act and all that stuff so i actually thought that was cool and you know seeing him in shang chi and and these other movies mm-hmm. like they're really leaning into he is the sorcerer supreme he is important here um and you know like character wise they probably will never give him his own movie but seeing him around the universe all the time is gonna be dope mm-hmm. and yeah i can see him popping in and out of other future movies just popping it out being in the background and all that stuff another thing i liked oh my god it was so colorful y'all yes. the colors that it was so pretty it was so yes, beautiful was. when they were just going back and forth through dimensions and each one was yes. different and like clearly just trippy shit like they like it was some rick and morty shit where it's just like one dimension they were paint and the other next dimension they were cubes and stuff like that that was just meant to trip you out i'm sure if people got high and watched this movie they freaked the fuck out because it was just so purposefully like you know just 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 weird like that and just the way that their powers displayed the monsters they fall shuma gorath is in this movie um which i i I recognized from the trailer and i was like is that shuma gorath and then for sure that first creature they fought with the tentacles was shuma gorath so like that that, like this creature design all all that stuff the creatures at the end that were protecting the uh the uh sacrificial pit or whatever those creatures were like that it was so dope looking sam raimi did that you know um it felt like the dude that did pan's labyrinth did the creature design and with the colors and all that stuff it was just it was just a masterpiece on the screen to watch yes it was and um it when you were talking about how they was fighting with uh music which was absolutely beautiful uh to see them go back and forth with the music and as somebody who actually 
uh went through school and actually you know did music and played an instrument and all that type of stuff it was just really really cool just to hear the different things and just to actually physically see the notes and stuff flying and stuff like that and i and in my mind i was like this is how you do a fight or interaction with music not what star trek did or star trek whatever one 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 whatever whichever one star trek star trek okay uh like this is what you do like this is a unique way to actually display music and yeah, have a and, fight and honest like when i watched that scene it came off like a little bit silly to me to i was like because i was like what does the music even have to do with why like why they're doing it but it looks so cool i just like 20 seconds in i was like okay so it's a music fight let's go and it's like they hitting each other and like the bass notes is hitting and then mm-hmm. another one hits and the piano starts playing yes and it's like fuck it you know because you killed him with a harp i don't know how that works i don't know why you <laughs> won that fight it's, just, it's funny to imagine them filming it yes and it's just benedict cumberbatch and his body double fucking just flipping their hands around yes and then you know special effects filling in the rest but yeah man i i, I don't, it didn't really matter because what was the other shit they were doing shooting beams of light at each other i don't know what that do either right so uh but yeah that was a cool visual um effect uh did you have it's my turn mm-hmm okay so that okay uh let's see um man getting to see um i'm already forgetting what it's called but getting to see like that base that they do everything from in like a war where they like had to protect the temple yeah from wanda and that scene where wanda comes and breaks down their defenses with her powers by like making people run breaking into their minds and all that stuff so dope and man the way them people took l's good god who didn't it though they were dedicated man shout out to my girl uh sarah the black woman uh sheila atim uh-huh who she destroyed that book apparently was a real one in a way that i never would have been but like they like the way that they like took them l's it was so dark and so gritty and just uh just it was just and it just looked great and the fights were just so dope but man i i'd really enjoy getting to see a little bit more of the you know of the powers of all those auto sorcerers yes and uh i know we kind of talked about it but one thing that was really cool about this movie because it kind of go with horror was a death there was a lot of death this i think you know and it was a lot of death in other marvel movies but this particular one because of the horror the death actually stood out a little bit more you know than some of the other ones uh with the exception of um in game um uh you know the event that the avengers mm-hmm. run uh you don't really see death like this on such a massive scale like she was fucking people up and they weren't trying to hide they weren't trying to get away you watching people being fried she was walking past people you would see people's kind of their their souls get sucked up out of them just just to just to show oh she was not playing here she came to wreck havoc and she came to fuck shit up and uh even that creature uh how dr strange stabbed it in the eye i was not expecting that i was like oh okay okay so this is what we're doing okay okay i I guess so so it was a whole lot of death and a whole lot of gore yes like shuma goroff getting the eye plucked out was just like um and you know i i i i just yeah i just thought that i thought it was so dope um uh and then runtime wise 
didn't bother me mm-hmm. uh felt like they earned every minute including the after credits mm-hmm. uh minute I, and i even the joke at the very very end credit which you could leave on i understand but even that shit was so funny to me yes because you forgot he told they was like how long is that gonna last he said about three weeks yeah <laughs> um so yeah uh i can't think anything else for likes before we move into dislikes i think that that is it yeah i really enjoyed it i think that's it i can't think okay. of anything else uh any dislikes and and it's not actually for me but i could see this for other people if you have not seen certain things i could mm. see you coming in going what the fuck is this what's happening i don't understand where this person come from. like i could see confusion like if you didn't watch the what ifs and if you didn't watch you know some of the other things uh the uh marvel uh, plus series you know i could see that confusion like it's not gonna bother me but and i could see some people not seeing that and still just enjoying it for the fact of enjoying it but i could see some people somebody coming in being completely not completely confused because you you understand the storyline but not having the background that me and you have which actually gives us a fuller story yeah i can see that as a critique for sure um but it's one of those things where you're like why are you seeing this movie if you don't watch those things but i get it uh the other couple of critiques i could understand didn't bother me actually made the movie better is but people will definitely especially knowing the type of nerds that are very heavily involved in these conversations about comic books there are gonna be a lot of people who hate that this movie had wanda in such a huge role and that doctor it was like a doctor strange wandavision movie and not a a doctor strange scarlet witch movie and not just a doctor strange movie so there's gonna be a lot of people mad about that shit um i'm not one of the motherfuckers so whatever i thought she made it better i thought she was a great villain and a fitting ending to the character um and then the other thing i could see people uh are well not people this actually is kind of one that i didn't like i never really bought the christine dr strange love as like a just like star-crossed lovers that have to be together i just i don't know if it's just that the first movie never really did it for me with that angle or it's just been so long since the first movie it doesn't really resonate to me like i get her as a plot device but like on screen together the chemistry isn't really there for me and the love story isn't really that lovely like it's you know it's like dr strange is kind of a a a a a, a dick and kind of a uh type a personality you know like it's not a lot to love there and he doesn't really seem to show it other than just i want this woman and so the love stuff feels a little wedged in now i like that they didn't fully just go there and have her like throwing her life away to be with this man um you know when he got cucked at the wedding and shit with uh her marrying the black dude it wasn't uh, like it wasn't like the end of the world type of thing but it just felt like i could y'all could take this part out of the movie and it, it wouldn't have changed anything for me like as a motivation him wanting to be with her and not being happy it's not like we learned something from that other than just like go live your life you know so all right zero to five what would you rate it uh up uh, uh, one more thing and i think it mm-hmm. kind of goes with what i said before but i don't know why i feel like this is something separately uh and something that marvel is doing which i applaud them for you don't get a lot of explanations you just jump in uh 
Mm-hmm. And I could see some people, like I said, if you haven't watched that other stuff or, which I don't understand, if you be like, I don't want to see Doctor Strange, you just coming in and they're not going to fill you in. You're not going to get one of those movies that's actually going to hand walk you through mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. They're going to, they're under the assumption that you've seen everything else. And if you don't remember, that's on you. So I like the fact that you don't get a lot of explanation. And that's why every minute doesn't feel wasted because a lot of, uh, uh other people they do that shit and you be like why am i seeing batman mama die for the 50th time because they feel like they need to retell the story and they're like well bitch if you didn't see it you didn't see it like it's not gonna bother me but i can still pe- see people giving out a critique but at the same time that's a small percentage of people and marvel has got to the point whatever like fuck them people either you're in or you're out by now we've been doing this almost 15 years all right so zero to five. Oh, five. yeah i give it a five man i really um yeah i i i I love this movie Mm -hmm. it was great i can't believe they got movies coming out 20 something movies into this fucking universe and i still think they're great and yeah i you know i don't feel even the need to really defend it i really just Mm -hmm. loved it i thought it was well done i thought it was different than the other movies yes which is really what i'm looking for now is movies being like what can marvel do differently than the things they've done in the past and this felt different to me mm-hmm. um wow i just cannot believe what they did with wanda that was so like having wandavision having that conclusion in wandavision feeling a little empty like i loved the show but i felt a little like man what was the real lesson that was learned here and then seeing oh because there wasn't a real lesson learned she's crazy as hell that was when i was yes that is what that that's what i was looking for yes and it also <laughs> made a connection for wandavision because like i said one thing where you didn't watch wandavision you walked into this you'd be like scarlet witch just went crazy like like for a lot of those people you didn't see like yeah what that, but you know that that's what i we just we covered that a couple times mm-hmm. now like what are you doing right you know what are you doing but i actually loved it it, it was beautiful because it concluded the grief like right. you know because of the the biggest thing about one division was grief and it, it yeah. concluded the grief um all right that's it uh for for this uh recap let's get to the comments on the batman we got four comments uh celeste 63 says i enjoyed the gritty realistic take on the characters in this world uh iman says hey y'all overall i like this movie it's a fun ride slightly nostalgic and at times funny glad you mentioned the music because the rift reminded me of the batman the animated series i wonder if the composer was inspired by it it just made it sound darker and more intense i was also it was also hard not to notice some of the our past acting quirks from twilight some of them made me audibly laugh in the theater like the grimace he directs towards selena when he thinks she's falcon's side piece it just made me picture edward as batman i didn't think they were trying to portray a love between batman and catwoman just a raw sexual attraction it was so intense so fast it didn't seem like love to me yeah that's fair i I mean i i'll use love as a catch-all when they have like a romantic entanglement in these movies like i didn't i wasn't trying to define it as like they're in love and gonna Mm -hmm. get have babies and get married but just you know they do this thing where it's like we need to make two people they're two attractive people we gotta make them fuck Mm -hmm. 
uh zoe did a great job she looked amazing on screen and jeffrey wright was giving mayor zaddy vibes with his deep ass whisper talking <laughs> or maybe my perviness had to be redirected elsewhere because robert pattinson looked like Gollum's younger brother in this movie andy circus all up in this movie and our pat took it as an acting note i know he said he didn't work out for this role but damn all those damn shots of his bare back could have been cut i whispered yelled at my husband when the second shot of his back happens and said really no abs none <laughs> it does seem like a prerequisite for people playing hero characters i mean there's a scene where dr strange doesn't have his shirt on when he wakes up in bed in this movie and you're like yeah he worked out for this scene mm-hmm. like that's the thing if you're gonna be in these movies you, this is a you know the people people that are into men expect to be seeing a man with no shirt getting ripped come on you know and marvel movies are so funny because other than maybe avengers and iron man 2 when it comes to like the heroes it's a perfect for people that are into men more than women yes you know because the autonomy of the women you don't want to like disrespect or build a universe where like everything is a butt shot of scarlett johansson and all this stuff and so that did happen in the first avengers and stuff when joss whedon was doing it but obviously uh that stopped that he was no longer connected Mm -hmm. to the universe um and but almost every last one of these movies has a scene Mm -hmm. if not multiple where these dudes take off their shirts and do something yeah let you look at them uh trapezius muscles yes and even in the disney plus series with uh oscar isaac and with loki and stuff yeah you gonna gotta do it them bodies and them darkening his hair made him seem even paler his natural hair color could have been dark enough i like this riddler they had to find a way to make the character's ridiculousness relatable and nothing is more ridiculous and scary than incels i look forward to how they progress the character in future films i know rob could do it but i did find it amusing the way some folks were brooding about this movie it reminded me about my skepticism when christian bell was cast as batman i had only seen him in his earlier works that were more romantic and lighthearted. when a friend showed me psycho equilibrium i was all in in mind yeah the casting of robin pattinson never bothered me robert pattinson mm-hmm. because i never saw twilight me either i have a not a not a single one of them yeah so i don't have nothing against them like Mm-mm. that i didn't i thought the movie was kind of long and meandered a bit um there were some good notes to it it wasn't like complete trash but i don't know like it just feels like another one of these movies that they're making batman movies because what you can't go three to five years without one and uh i don't feel like they really had a true new fresh idea here um but 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 they had some updates to old ideas and like what would this character what would it's like someone said like it's like millennial batman like what would these characters look like yes as a millennials um classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen i give this film a three out of five it was too long and needed some work but it has promise one thing i really like but i have not seen mentioned by many was the juxtaposition between the initial scene with bruce and alfred to the last scene between the two we went from bruce telling alfred quite bluntly you are not my father to the scene after alfred nearly died when bruce is fighting back tears talking about there was only one other time in his life that he felt that level of fear and anxiety as he held alfred's hand and was both touching and a moment of growth 
bruce having to confront the fact that yes alfred may work for him but he is also his parent the parents his parents chose for him whom he almost lost worked well with bruce's realization that he could not go through life simply being vengeance that's a great point mm-hmm. um and it's not that i didn't notice it it's just i think i'm just at this point they've done so many movies and i've read so much batman i've just seen it before Mm. so like the whole bruce accepting that alfred is his daddy it's kind of like yeah of course like well well, what else could you have possibly thought you know (laughs) where else would we come go yeah uh sailor agni says if they cut 15 to 20 minutes fix some of the lighting provided some better choreography with the fights the batman could easily rival the dark knight for crown as the best batman movie however matt reeves gave us a compelling detective story that does enough to hook you for three hours i'm really glad i saw this in dolby for my second viewing as it allowed i couldn't imagine seeing this movie twice and i in a theater like maybe if i was at home and i could watch it like 15 20 minutes at a time and then but it, it felt too long for me to do twice um robert pattinson most certainly has grown as a performer and that growth is demonstrated here zoe kravitz is equally the whole cast is top notch from start to finish roger made a good point on catwoman who keeps tasking her taking her mask off during parts of this movie it wasn't enough for me to take points off but for consistency sake it definitely became overkill yeah and i know it's weird because in hollywood they clearly if you're an actor and you're playing an iconic character and the character is one of these characters from like a video game like like in the new halo series master chief always has a fucking helmet on in the game but pablo shriver didn't get that role so he could have a fucking helmet on all day right same thing happened with the mandalorian Mm -hmm. you have to write in a way for him to have his helmet off or else it becomes you know like anyone could do this role and i'm not really acting and i'm not you know it's not the same i I mean I, i clear these checks but it's not really me getting to do anything right that being said it wasn't just that she took her mask off it was that multiple people knew selena cow was catwoman that makes no sense in this universe she's the one that is really got to be watching her back you know what i'm saying like bruce wayne the billionaire if they found out he was batman he's still a billionaire what the fuck y'all gonna do but this one was damn near living on the street (laughs) and it's like her secret identity just did not seem to be a big deal it was weird and it's not just this movie i watched the Catwoman animated movie uh, i had it on voodoo and same thing it was like Catwoman, selena cow everyone knows oh, the one she was like yeah that jury thief yeah, yeah i was just very weird i like the score a lot here no way homes michael Gia, giacchino the music is very noir uh never have has a batman film felt that very not even the nolan films evoke that feeling of score or atmosphere yeah definitely you're right about that reeves definitely has a vision for his that his contemporaries didn't grasp as they did their batman interpretations but as they do more movies and clean up some of the issues from this one it definitely can be definitive the batman is certainly a flaw very good or a great movie because of how it's all structured in character and pacing there's a lot of to like and things you can revise or improve for later movies my expectation for movies are usually in the middle for self-preservation but i was admittedly mum on this until bats unfortunately had to deal with peter sarsgaard's corrupt character head being blown off and being unconscious at that point i realized the flow of the film also after looking at paul dano's coon and ass singing alva maria like a spoiled brat in prison i needed to watch more of his movies <laughs> i've only seen a few but that man can act well his face is a spoiler him it's like a few of these actors where you like as soon as you see them in something you like i know you evil 
uh <laughs> really good movie could be something more in the future with later installments maybe i i'm less interested in sequels for this movie than uh i think some of y'all are but at the same time i just i will see a batman movie it does so mm-hmm they could reboot this shit and tomorrow and i'd be like all right i guess i'm seeing that one too so agreed uh i i'm 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 I'm, i hope it's more to what y'all are saying and that subsequent iterations get better and tighter uh with it because i feel like there this movie is not all bad it's not trash it's not whatever but there was uh the stuff that was to me not good in this movie was enough for me to be like oh that's a shame mm-hmm. like oh y'all had the bones for a good movie and you just spent an extra 40 minutes in a place that made the movie not as good uh all right anything for you to say on those comments karen Mm-mm. um because uh i know some of those put like this uh and like i said we've already done our review on it and mm-hmm. i do understand what some people are saying but i think for me it was just too long like and i think with it being too long like say i don't not trying funny this is gonna be one of those movies i'll probably never see again mm-hmm. not trying to knowing me i'm i'm not gonna watch it again it's, it doesn't intrigue me in that way they come out with another sequel i'll be there to watch it don't get me wrong but i don't feel like this is the one that uh i'm going to be in love with and rewatching all right child that's it for this review thanks for listening we'll be back with other movie reviews soon until then peace peace